This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Talk about effective parenting now. If you got young kids at home, they're no doubt getting excited about Christmas, all the presents they're going to get, but experts say it's also important Children are taught to be compassionate and kind toward other people. It's not all about me, 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 and all the presents I'm going to get. It's about other people, too. So how do we foster empathy and caring in our kids? My next guest has written a very timely book on that topic. Best-selling author Deborah McNamara joins me now. Her new book is The Sorry Plane, and it's based on her own experiences as a mom. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Mike. How many children do you got? Two. Okay, and they're growing up now, right? They're teenagers now. Yeah, they're both teenagers. Right. So when they were little, did they ever bicker and not get along? (laughs) I think you know the answer to that. Yeah, I know. I know. Yes, of course. Yeah. How did you come up with the title of the book? Because this is an interesting story about your own children came up with that, right? Yeah. Well, it was actually based on my uh, four-year-old story. I would ask her uh, after they were fighting, you know, uh, cue them up that an apology was often required for each other. Yeah. Um, And uh, one of them said that she didn't have any sorries in her and that they'd all flown away and out the window. And I asked where they were going. And she said they were going to Paris on the sorry plane and they weren't coming back. So it was her. (laughs) It was her imagination that the uh, title came from. Okay, so that was her way of saying she didn't want to say sorry? Exactly. To her sister? Okay. <laughs> okay, the stories have all flown away. Um, how does the book foster empathy and caring in kids? Yeah, the, the whole purpose of the book is to orient us to where a good story comes from. And a good story, like we can make our children say lots of stuff, but it doesn't mean they actually mean it from a place of caring, from a place of emotion. What we really want is a child to feel remorseful. We want them to understand the impact of their uh, behavior on others and for them to care about not doing that again. And so the whole purpose of the book is to anchor us into uh, the fact that our words have to match the meaning that they have for us. Right. So when you tell a kid to say sorry to your brother, like I got teenage kids too. I got two Mm -hmm. boys and sure, they would get into occasional little scrap, I suppose, when they were smaller. And that's one of the most common things you say as a parent, right? Say, say sorry to your brother, say sorry to your sister. But you think that that, so you say that that could do more harm than good sometimes though, right? Well, if it detaches a child from their caring and caring, and, and so words become divorced from caring, then yeah, yeah. We, we teach our children to just give performances that are devoid of any meaning. And, and the, re, the, the problem with that is, is that when we're not looking, uh, children can't use their caring to do the right thing. Right. So how do you get your kids to say sorry and really mean it? I ask them, you know, do you have any sorries in you? Uh, if you do, this isn't a time to um, acknowledge what you've done, to make amends, you'll figure it out. Um, but just to cue the child or to let them know that uh, when their caring comes back, that they know they know how to take care of it. Right. Right. I think there was a song once that said, sorry is the hardest word. I think oh. there's probably some truth to that. Do you think that's especially true for kids? Especially if they're upset, right? You know what? I think kids have an easier time than adults. I think adults and their ego get in the way a lot more than than children. I think when children are in the moment and they're truly feeling their caring feelings, I think they're very generous with it. I think adults, uh, we feel all sorts of guilt and shame that often gets in the way of uh, our true heartfelt apologies. Right. So what what sort of advice would you give to parents out there who are listening and say, yeah, I want my child to be a sensitive, caring child who cares about other people? Do you have any tips on how to foster that? 
Yeah, it's actually quite a remarkable thing, and it's very common sense, is that where does caring come from? Uh, if you teach it, uh, then you'll uh, kill it, really. I mean, the more you try to teach a child to care, uh, the more it doesn't uh, work that way. If you reward it, if you praise it, you're going to be in trouble as well. The, the key to caring is actually through relationship. When you feel cared for, your capacity to care for others opens up. So it's an instinct and it's an emotion that comes from feeling cared for. So that's what we have to focus on as adults, is to make sure that our children feel cared for by the adults who are responsible for them. Sure, yeah, I can, I can see that. But you got to be, uh, you got to have some rules though, right? I mean, people, have, <laughs> kids have got to take responsibility for their actions, right? Is, isn't that an important thing to teach kids? Well, we, I wish we could teach this. It would be a lot easier. Actually, we have to wait for uh, good development to deliver us uh, much more mature kids who have self-control, who have emotional regulation. Uh, part of this rests on development in the brain. Uh, the five-year-old, uh, the five to seven-year-old shift when children start to get a lot more emotional control, uh, you know, they're on their way. But underneath, uh, you know, five years of age, oh, they don't have any emotional control, and yeah. um, and we need not to take it so personally, you know. What about um, maybe saying to a child, "Can you put yourself in the other person's position?" Or is that too complex a, a concept for for a smaller kid? Like I'm thinking about the golden rule, right? Treat treat other people the way you would want them to treat you, which is like a pretty sound principle, right? Or or can a really young kid kind of understand that? Yeah, this is a great question. And developmentally, uh, a child needs to be usually past the age of five to seven uh, because there's brain development that is required to be able to focus on your own self as well as someone else at the same time. Preschoolers only do one person, one feeling, one thought or emotion at a time. They don't think twice. Uh, They're very impulsive. So for true empathy and to consider someone else at the same time that you consider yourself, uh, you need some developmental um, sophistication. So that's usually after the age of six. And that's typically when we start to uh, convey this message to children, which should hopefully resonate for them. Where can people get your book? Oh, all the bookstores, online, kids' books, chapters, Amazon, all those great places. Okay, that sounds, yeah, everywhere. Okay. (laughs) All right, Deborah, good luck with it. Thank you very much for coming in. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. I appreciate it. That's Deborah McNamara. She's an author, educator, and a clinical counselor.